there, TV fans. It's Tracy here at SoManyShows.com. Today's podcast episode is for all the fans of Sweet Magnolias, which returns soon to Netflix for long-awaited season two. That's right. Helen, Maddie, and Dana Sue are back on February 4th. I don't know about you, but I find great comfort following the stories of these three best friends. I'm also anxious for some answers, right? We were left with unanswered questions that have been nagging at fans for what feels like forever. There's even a hashtag for who's in the car. There's also been much speculation about the identity of Isaac's biological parents, as well as Chef Eric's life before Sullivan's. We've also learned that Jamie Lynn Spears, who plays Noreen Fitzgibbons, returns for season two as a cast regular. I can't wait to see how Noreen's story continues to unfold after leaving Bill. But that's enough for me. I'm so excited for you all to enjoy today's interview with someone who really knows what's going on in Serenity. I spoke with Sweet Magnolia's executive producer, showrunner, and writer, Cheryl J. Anderson. Cheryl talks about how Sweet Magnolia's arrived to the small screen and teases season two. So let's jump right into the interview. Thank you so much for doing this. And my pleasure. I wanted to start out by asking you if you could just share a little, it's probably a lot, but about the story of developing Sweet Magnolias for television. It's like, how does something go from source material like Cheryl Wood's books to becoming a show for those who aren't familiar with that process and the timeline? So our executive producer, Dan Paulson, does Chesapeake Shores for Hallmark which is also based on a series of Miss Woods novels. Okay. And so Dan also had the rights to Sweet Magnolias. And so he pitched the books to Netflix Mm -hmm. and then Netflix ordered the series and then Dan started looking for a showrunner. Okay. So I knew the line producer for Chesapeake Shores because we had done a show together prior to Chesapeake Shores and Matt suggested to Dan that he talked to me about oh, okay. Sweet Okay. So, I mean, they met with a lot of people, but I was fortunate enough to, uh, to get, get the job. Yeah. Did you feel like the material sort of called to you? Is this sort of something that speaks it, to you or you just knew you could do it? Well, no, it spoke to me because to me, it's really a story about the power of female friendship. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's very important to me. And it also made me think a lot of my mom and her friends, Mm -hmm. uh, all the, those women who were a big part of my growing up and a lot of them still uh, an important part of my life. I mean, some have passed, but Mm-hmm. So I responded to the material. I'm also uh, divorced. So Maddie's path, mm-hmm. uh, as, as I like to say, I had a lot of thoughts about that. <laughs> but there was just a lot in the community yeah. that I responded to and thought it would be lovely to be able to dig into all the layers of that particular community. Okay. Fascinating. Well, I'm not going to ask you who's in the car, obviously. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But I am curious, did you anticipate just how invested people were going to be in this cliffhanger? It's been a big deal. (laughs) 
I wouldn't say anticipate. I'd say we hoped. Okay. Okay. Uh, that that people would be invested enough in the characters to care deeply about the outcome. Okay. Okay. It would have been nice if we could have answered it a little earlier. Yeah, right. You know, at the time, who knew that the pandemic was coming and that that would slow everything down to the extent that it did. Exactly. Well, I think you definitely achieved that investment from fans. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. We're, We're looking forward to sharing the answer. Good, good. I was wondering, how did you all select Covington, Georgia as the location for Serenity, South Carolina? And is there anything in particular you might like to share about your experience in Georgia? We did a lot of scouting in South Carolina and Georgia. The books are set in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But of course, we were aware that being in Georgia, there was a strong industry base. Right. So we looked at a lot of different places. We had particular pictures in our minds. Mm-hmm. And genuinely, we drove into town square and we all went, oh, that's it. <laughs> And we have fallen in love with the entire town, not just town square. Right. The thing that I love most about Covington is the people. Yeah. I deeply appreciate how welcoming Covington is, Mm -hmm. how gracious everyone is. I know Covington is used to production. Right. Uh, but I also know that that can be an obstacle mm-hmm. for folks sometimes. So I really appreciate how how neighborly sure. everyone yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of production, it's such a blessing to us that it's such a beautiful town. Yeah. It, it is gorgeous on camera. And our directors and our DP and cameramen have really enjoyed bringing that beauty out in unexpected ways, Mm -hmm. uh, finding corners of town that other shows haven't used um, or haven't used as much, Uh uh, but also putting our own spin on some of the familiar places. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a beautiful town filled with beautiful people. And we feel really honored to shoot there. Well, that's great. I, I'm only a visitor there because I live north of there, mm-hmm. uh, north of Atlanta, but I, I can just feel how much folks love having you there. So they get so excited uh, when it was time for you all to start filming again. So it's a good match. Yes. So my next question, well, let me start off. I have three female pastors at my church. Ah. So I'm going to shout out to Carrie, Lindsay, and Julie. I have spoken with Carrie specifically about how thrilled she was with Pastor June's character. So I was wondering what you might like to share about diversity and representation in general in producing Sweet Magnolias. We decided early, early in the writing process that it was really important that everyone see themselves in serenity. Okay. So it is by design an inclusive and welcoming community. Mm-hmm. I belong to a denomination that does ordain women. Mm-hmm. There was a point in my life where I thought about going to seminary. Uh-huh. Um, and so I felt very strongly, first of all, about it being a Lutheran church. And secondly, about having a female pastor. 
And I wanted to make sure that there were other women of color, particularly black women in the community. And so I thought, well, if Pastor June is black, then she is a community leader. She's also a friend to our Magnolias and a friend to anybody else who -hmm. needs a friend, because that's the beautiful thing about a pastor. So that's how we decided. um, And then, you know, once we saw Tracy, we were like, yes. Um, So we're, we're very, very pleased to be able to offer that bit of representation, not just because she's a woman of color, but because she's a woman in the pulpit. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, job well done. It's been very well received. Um, Thank you. So what can you tell us maybe about the chemistry among the cast? For instance, would you describe anyone as the class clown or mother hen, <laughs> those kinds of things? <laughs> well, you know, here, here's a, a blessing that we just embraced. Our cast is full of incredibly talented, but incredibly grounded and genuine people. Mm-hmm. And they respect each other as artists and as human beings. They are very generous as mm-hmm. actors in supporting each other. And so it's not really a classroom feel as much as it is a family feel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, every Everybody enjoys hanging out together, working together. And in season two, our fans will get a chance to see some characters together who don't really spend any time together in season one. Okay. And that was by design. We thought, well, isn't it time for this person and this person to have a scene together? Mm -hmm. Because in setting up season one, everybody sort of had their hub and we worked to open that up in season two and it led to some fabulous dramatic pairings you know actors who as I said hadn't gotten a chance to work together Mm -hmm. in one-on-one anyway in season one and it was really exciting to see those moments come to life cool cool that sounds good now you just spoke about this a little bit but I was wondering if there are any big differences in season one and season two that we can look out for like different storytelling techniques or big thematic changes? And how many episodes do we get? It's another 10 episodes season. Um, I don't think there are thematic changes. I prefer to think of it as thematic progressions. Okay. That we sowed seeds Mm -hmm. in season one that begin to flower in season two. Okay. And we did not change our storytelling techniques. It's still a grounded, realistic show. Mm-hmm. Um, emotion and relationships are still front and center. Awesome. Awesome. That's what we like. <laughs> are there new locations that we might visit this season that you would be able to share? We get to see new corners of serenity. Okay. And I think that's all I should say at this point. Okay. Okay. I like the mystery. (laughs) Now, this is probably an impossible question, but what would you say is your favorite episode of season one as far as how it turned out? The one that I'm watching at the moment. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It it doesn't matter. I, 
I am so fortunate to have such a terrific writer's room mm-hmm. and there is such love and talent and beauty infused from every writer in every episode mm-hmm. that, you know, you're, you're, you're asking me to tell you which of my babies is right. pretty <laughs> and I, I can't do that. I love them all. Yes. Yes. As do we. So <laughs> thank you. One, one thing that's been important to me and I, and I know lots of folks and as well from the source material, it's a multi-generational story. Mm-hmm. Um, was that really important to you or did you want to emphasize that even more than the books or it just kind of was a nice match? Well, it was a, it was a nice match because I mean, Miss Woods set that up and the, as a mom, I understand the importance of a show that you can watch with your kids, but it was also a beautiful way to honor the generation before me in, in my own life, to honor my kids. And I think that being able to see the town through the eyes of the different generations is really interesting also. So Miss mm-hmm. Woods laid the groundwork and, and we just built on it. Yeah, well, it's really beautiful. Now, I don't know if you want to touch on this or not. It's, I've learned just some things that you've shared, honestly, that production is kind of a family affair with you and your kids. Um, oh, did, <laughs> did no, you it, to- it's, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate that both my son and daughter have been able to work on the show. You know, they've, they've grown up watching me and learning from me. And now they're both out of college. They both studied theater and film in college. Now they're out of college and it's nice to be able to have them working for me, with me. And it's really nice, particularly because we were in Georgia for such a long time. Mm-hmm. It was nice that they could come with me so that yeah. I didn't miss them. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a win-win. <laughs> it has been. It has been. Good. Well, this is kind of a fun question. I always like to close out interviews with just something a little bit uh, personal about you. Not too personal. <laughs> just an interesting <laughs> question. So the scenario is, or the question is, um, if you could pick a business to be in, other than what you what you are in a different business, um, what would that be? And and this say this was in Serenity. So where would that business be? Would you want to have your business on the square like Sullivan's, um, in a remodeled home like the spa, or maybe further out like the co-op farm? So you're asking in it's, Serenity, where would I like to work? Yeah, what would the, what would the business be? Uh, something that, you know, not the entertainment industry, uh, what kind of business would you like to have and where in Serenity would you want it to be located? Wow, that's a really interesting question. <laughs> I would like to teach English at the high school. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And you were an English major. Is that correct? I was a theater English double major. Double major. Wow. Um, but one, one of my dearest, dearest friends uh, was my children's English teacher. And it reminded me of the, when, when my children were studying with her, it reminded me of the English teachers and the theater and English professors. Mm-hmm in my academic career who 
were probably completely unaware of it at the time, but were molding me as a writer. And uh, now when my schedule permits, I teach at screenwriting workshops. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was on the MFA faculty at Pepperdine for a while. So I continue to love to teach. Okay. So if I'm, if I moved to serenity, I think I would like to live on Helen's block because I love Helen's house mm-hmm. and teach at the high school. Very nice. That's a, that's a great scenario. It sounds kind of similar to one of Cheryl's books too. I've, well, I've, I've been through them and I was like, there's a, there's a teacher now. Uh-huh. So we could develop that. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. This was, this was really fun. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. It. It's and- nice, to, nice to see you again and nice to talk to you again. And God willing, we'll have the chance again in the future. I I know the fans are just anxious to hear any little bits they can get, you know. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm delighted. And I, you know, I'm, we are all, I think, literally counting the days where we're very anxious to see what y'all think of season two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll be on it for sure. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Cheryl. Have a nice evening. Thanks. You too, Tracy. Good night. Bye-bye. 